Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Tyler G here. And for those of you that collect Mezco, you know it's hard sometimes to get it, uh, pre-order them on the day that they are first released because of how popular that line is in general. They tend to sell out very quickly. And you know that getting them aftermarket uh, could be just as tough, especially with people scalping and raising the prices way more than they need to be. But fear not, everyone, for I have the answer for your Mezco fix. And it is at One Stop Toy Shop on Instagram. And that is one, the number one, stop toy shop on Instagram. Uh, he has a link to his online toy store in his bio there. And it is the same thing, www.onestoptoyshop.com. And if you check out his selection and his prices, you will see he needs to be your answer for Mezco figures and where you need to go because he has them at great prices. If you're in the U.S., the shipping is free, and he gets them to you quick, and his packaging is top-notch. There's no way that there's any mailman or delivery person can damage the box with the way that he packages it. Your, your Mezco figure is safe. He'll get it to you, and he'll get it to you when you need it at a good price. So, again, go follow One Stop Toy Shop and never miss out on a Mezco figure again. Welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. I'm Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England, Scott P of the.batfan on Instagram. Scott, how are you doing? Hello. Hello, Tyler. Hello, everyone listening. Yeah, and watching as we are now. I forget used to saying that. It's very strange. Yeah, I'm still not used to it. Still just <laughs> weird getting the setup already but it is very strange isn't it it's how nice. are you doing you all good i'm doing well i'm doing very well there's a lot to talk about i know that uh we yes. both saw joker again so between us we've seen it six times <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going strong probably be about eight by the time we're finished oh yeah I, man but still the thing that we're concerned about no figure where is it no no figure yet um, closest we got is a Toys era figure, which I pre-ordered immediately. You, you did? Ah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I pre-ordered it straight away. I'm still on the fence. I might have but, to. Uh, yeah, pre-ordered it from where we're looking, InDemandToys.co.uk. Yeah, it just looks <laughs> so cool. So, so cool. Yeah, the place I did pre-order from, I told you, but... I pre-ordered, and they said there's a $20 deposit, and then once I uh, ordered it, it just took 212 bucks. I was like, no. so I was just like, ah, I don't trust these people. So I just That's canceled it. Strange. Yeah, so I might have to go your route. I might have to go your way, but I'm tempted. That might be, is it going to be your first uh, one-sixth figure? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um Minus the smuggled Clayface and like Solomon Grundy. <laughs> yeah, Gr Grundy and Clayface are closest. I've got the the old. Do you remember the old kind of Batman and Robin figures? Yeah, yeah. I got the Robin. Yeah, you showed us. Yeah, you showed us the uh, big Batman one. Yeah, yeah. He's um, hidden away somewhere. Robin is God knows where. But um, <laughs> yeah, technically it'll be the first one six scale, and uh, 
as sad as it may seem, I've already seen a few places I want to take it when I get him. So, uh, I, I think I'm going to have to copy you and just dip my toe in. But I'm just yeah. so scared of going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, eBay looks quite good as well. eBay's eBay? good okay. deals. Yeah, yeah. Because I, and you have to make sure it's a toy era one. Because what's the other version? It just doesn't look that good. I know what you mean. There's there is another custom one going around based in China. I think it is. But um, I, yeah, I know which one that you're talking about. Because I was close to getting that one. Then the Toys era one pops up out of nowhere. That was pre-order, so I was like, I was going to get that one. Yeah, just um, there's a little just, bit. Better. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I got it from somewhere secure because that place that I brought it from, Enderman Toys, they're selling the Soap Studio Joker as well. And at some point, I will be getting that. It's just yes. a piece of, of you know, disciplining my. At the minute, I just keep picking off figures that are quite cheap <laughs> and buying loads of them, so, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, just keep picking off little figures at the minute. Okay, so how are you doing, though, after all? You had a great uh, weekend theme. That was good fun. It was, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we did a Joker theme this week, which was uh, fantastic. Fun of Lewis. I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, probably one of the most predictable themes that we could have ever <laughs> could have ever done together. So we did a Joker theme without the back collector. He did but some no one could blame pictures. You. No, no. I, after all the hype of this movie, how could um, anyone possibly have us down for that? That looks no, very no. weird seeing my own pictures up there. Yeah, this is what you did to me last time. So back <laughs> at you. This is this is what you started us with, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just the the sort of classic Joker promo picture, really was, isn't it? That one, and um, yeah, I, I just, and it's a perfect I, little expression too for that scene as well. Yeah, I wanted to pick a head for the Joker to customize, and that was definitely going to be. Not only the easiest, but also um, the expression that kind of best suits that um, Phoenix Joker, I think. Now, that's not a screen in the back, is it? It isn't. It is my door. <laughs> uh, that you would bedroom. never know because it looks so perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's a door for my bedroom, and I just did a little bit of editing on it. And uh, yeah, all the um, paint apps on Joker is just literally some Sharpie marker. And this one you sent me, but I've been dying for you to display it. And thank uh, goodness. This yeah. is a classic scene. You even got the balloons. Well, is it, if anybody was going to muscle <laughs> in on a Phoenix weekend, it would be Jack Nicholson, wouldn't it? Um, oh, yeah. You know, never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> um, but Jack Nicholson did this weekend. But, um, so the background, yeah, um, it was hard to get a clear backdrop from that movie because obviously the way I'd sometimes do pictures, I'll screenshot um, certain moments from a series or a game or anything like that. With the Batman 89 movie, because it's not the best graphics-wise, obviously you can't use a Blu-ray um, on PlayStation to do screenshots. It doesn't let you do it now. It's data-protected, which is deeply annoying. So I got the <laughs> backdrop from um, the Arkham Knight track that you can do from there and just did a photo mode on there. Um, ah. So that's where all that, that backdrop because from that the is, light so much clearer. That is an impressively clear image to get from that movie. And it, yeah. Um, the backdrops that you can get on the, the Arkham Knight photo mode are fantastic. You can mess around with all that, the, the clarity and clearness and the focus, distance and all that stuff. So photo mode is one of the best things they brought into the Arkham games, to be fair. Fantastic. It's helped with a lot of backdrops. 
and um, yeah, I love doing photo mode. Please explain this one. <laughs> okay, so obviously there's no Phoenix figure out there. Closest you're going to get is a Lego figure, so I had to buy a Lego figure. Brought it, brought it off eBay, as is the norm these days with uh, most <laughs> things I get from eBay. Um, and then the I had from when I was a kid the Doctor Octopus um, Spider-Man set with the house. So I just ripped off the front of the house, put it on the Lego roads I've got, and used the inside of the Green Goblin versus Spider-Man bank um, and and used the cardboard insert for the to make it look like it's you know, the inside of the house. Gosh, you even... My favorite thing is so much of the detail you got, even this light like that's prominently yeah. featured that's prominently featured in the movie in a couple of shots so i love that you even put that you put the killer clown that's an yeah. awesome shot thank you yeah it's very kind and um yeah i was quite blown away by that to be fair the the, the people um never know we enjoyed lego pictures that i do so i was really super kind of people that likes that yeah it really is kind now, what I love is you can tell that you have a pattern going here. You're like, this is, you You saw the Joker movie. You're pumped. You wanted to show off a custom. Not to be outdone, though, you want Jack to get in there. You got a different Joker. Different, you got some little Lego love in there because you do love Lego. And I love that you have another Joaquin in there just because the movie's so good. But then I love that you still, your classic Classic love, yeah. Arkham. You gotta get yeah, this shot. Yeah, I had to now. put an Arkham picture in there somewhere. I mean, the Joker. I think that's probably, if we're talking about all media that ever existed, I, I think Hamble's Joker is probably still the best Joker that's, that's ever been. And you know, Arkham or DCAU, whichever one is, just outstanding. I had to pay some tribute, and also I wanted to take a picture of Mister Hammer because I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I brought him a few months ago. Um, Got a uh, serious, seriously bad habit of buying figures and then forgetting to take pictures of them or just not finding the right picture. Sometimes you get a new figure excited. It doesn't always work out the way that you wanted it to. That's true. So. No, but I love that even though uh, you showed some favoritism towards the new movie, which how could you not? It's beautiful. You <laughs> somehow managed to get in all of your loves of the different Jokers in there, even because the Arkham Knight Joker is the Hamill voice, which that ties into yeah. your love of uh, the animated series, plus you got the animated series as Joaquin style, so you got all the loves in there for one weekend. It's, it's crazy how you and Lewis are able to get this kind of stuff in. <laughs> I really want to try and uh, customize the Joker further. Someone commented on, I think it was the second picture, um, saying that you should try and paint the suit red. So I bought some paint. I'm going to try and paint the suit red and see if it looks any good. So uh, it's quite a cool. Uh, it's quite a cool idea, but I don't know if the paint I brought is going to work. So, um, I'm going to try it out, see if it works. What kind did you get, acrylic? I did, yeah. That should be okay. Yeah, hopefully, I'm hoping it's not going to be too shiny and that it's the right shade. It looked okay, so. Now, speaking of figures that people don't know you have or that you seldom shoot, it was nice to see this guy pop up. Oh, yes. And not only this, not only this figure, but, dude, this is an amazingly cool setup because of the depth and because of the cool, like, tied-in alleyways, but I love... I didn't even know you had that phone set up. I love oh, the trash can. Yeah. Well, it's amazing, you know, um, Simon, who is that Batman animated fan, he um, unbelievably kindly gave me the um, sewer and the street, or deranged alleyway, whatever its, it, its technical name is. 
Uh, the, he kindly gave me those two extreme sets, and uh, when I got them both, I thought we were going to use a sewer all the time. It's actually the street <laughs> dio that I use a lot. The street dio is insane, um, and I want to say a massive, huge, big thank you to LCMK2 for the fantastic phone box. You can see a little Joker newspaper stand in the backdrop. Yeah. Um, also brought some like um, haha things from him in the past as well, which you can see on some other previous pictures. Um, I'm getting some more stuff from him as well, which I'm really excited about. Some more Dio pieces, so can't wait to show them off. They're very, very cool. Um, yeah, he's a super kind guy, and he's helped me out a lot. So yeah, really appreciate that for him. And as soon as I got the phone box, I knew I had to do the cold call killer picture <laughs> idea from uh, Arkham Naturally. City. Yeah, definitely. I love it. It's such a cool shot, and that's just a, a, a. I always tell you every time you've shown off your collection, you talk about it, how great the figures are, but just seeing them every time, you're just blown away. It's like there's a lot of detail yeah. in Austin. It's crazy. Like, Victor Zaz was hardly in Arkham Asylum. He was in there for like two seconds. You'd just take him down um, by sneaking up from uh, behind him, and, and to that you know figure they produced from it. It's just so detailed. The chains and. Nice. Oh yeah, I mean it's just fantastic, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, they honestly DC collectibles just don't make figures like that anymore. They've fallen so far from where they used to be. Protective sleeves so he doesn't cut himself or scratch at himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh dude, they're so freaking cool. And of course you showed it off brilliantly. And then another because it doesn't get shown a lot, but people were pumped and Love this shot, and I know it's always something close to your heart. Tell us about this one. Mm. Okay, this one was um, such a kind uh, gesture from a really good friend of uh, of mine. It was at Ricky Wingding on Instagram. I, uh -huh. it, this was incredible. So um, these are the star-crossed pack of figures from the Justice League Unlimited line from Mattel. Um, and we were on about you know, figures that they don't make like this anymore. They don't make figures like this anymore either. Well, those are scaled nicely. How yeah, big are they? Fantastic. So they're three and three quarter inch figures, um, 118 scale. So you've got fantastic share of whole hawk. Yeah, she's amazing. Holy really fantastic. Um, and you've got the Rotalak figure as well. And the gold oh, hand, you captured that really nice in the picture. That was something that was so hard to do, you know. That's that's really kind of you, yeah, to capture that that sort of bold. Um, it's beautiful, bold paint job. You got Krager as well. I love Krager. He's just such an asshole in the series, <laughs> and even leading into Unlimited. You know when he says to Talek, "Oh, I hated to be the one that, that told you," it's like, "Oh, you're an asshole." <laughs> um, then you got Parandor as well. She's absolutely fantastic oh. figure. And even um, though they're like not very articulated, they look brilliant. They really do, yeah. They're, they're such beautiful figures. And uh, yeah. how rare are they? Well, the thing is, uh, I was surprised. You know, when Ricky messaged me and was like, and, and it was just like, I've seen these figures. You know, you're interested. I, was like, I know you you like them. You know, you're a big fan of the show. So I was like, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to buy them. Yeah, if, if uh, you know, so he facilitated getting them, and yeah amazing figures they really are um i mean how often are you ever going to see like a, a rotalat figure it's fantastic Never such probably. great characters 
you know, DC collectibles should be making figures like this, but fair play to Mattel, you know, they had the balls to make them and they're, they're fantastic. And also a, a massive thank you to him because he very unexpectedly and unbelievably kindly puts uh, another pack of figures in there for me, which I was blown away by. So super, super thanks to him. So yeah. old school got this pack with Wonder Woman. Oh, damn. Which is just a beautiful figure. I mean, that silver with case, case? Is stunning, stunning figure. Got a very, very cool looking GL figure as well. It's got articulated wow. arms. It's got knee pivots in there as well. Um, now that's super rare. Chest pivot. A fantastic figure. It really is. I love the, the design of that uh, Green Lantern outfit. It's fantastic. Um, then this particular Superman is one of my favourite Superman figures now. I mean, that is just a stunning Superman figure. I love the colour scheme of the whole set. Yeah, absolutely stunning. And then the piece de resistance is the dark side. Oh my gosh. I mean, dark side is just, he looks outstanding. Just I can bet we're going to see some pictures of him. You definitely bet you are. I've done a couple, I've done one <laughs> picture already. I'm gonna hopefully go out tomorrow and do a few more. I want to do some daylight pictures to really capture that that beautiful silver shine, especially off the Superman, because it looks fantastic. But yeah, a massive thank you to at Ricky Wingding on Instagram. Really, really kind of him. Fantastic figures, really are. And then finally, I just gotta say it again because I love every time you do a picture like this, and you've able, been able to incorporate this style of a shot into many different. Um, versions of batman but i really like this one so far with the underground dark knight style oh yeah yeah couldn't resist doing that i've done a bat bail shot for a while so it was about time and, and that bruce wayne figure if anyone's thinking of getting it just get it it's so good it really is it's fantastic probably prefer it to the athlete one to be honest really like the bat bail one yeah and if you're just listening to this and not able to see it just go look at scott's picks because that'll make you want to <laughs> get it alone just saying that because really nice the way you picture. capture it, you sometimes like, oh, that's a figure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's been good fun. Really good fun this week. Now, what are we going to see from you this weekend theme? Can you talk about it? Yeah, I definitely can. So this weekend we're going to be uh, doing an Alfred theme. Alfred! It's good fun, yeah. It's about time we did an Alfred theme, especially with what? the Mattel figure. Now we've both got him, so we can, we can do that now. <laughs> and there's enough heads to go around. Yes, we have, yeah, enough different versions. And, uh, and you both have the yeah. animated. Yes, it's just a shame we can't get that Tills one in time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tills I, saw, I saw a few people have it. I think they are sent it to review. Oh, yeah, I hate that. DC collectibles. Just useless as ever. Oh, well. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, GameStop exclusive, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, so now it's my turn to talk about your account for this week. And I'm going to start off straight away with the last picture that you uploaded. And you can't see half of it. That's better. Now, this picture is outstanding. The Kingdom Come Superman, which we've talked about on previous episodes. Yes. Um, and also the previous episode as well. Fantastic figure. Um, you know, I can't wait to see... Um, crossover now i mean i'm not an arrowverse fan in any remote way hardly ever seen an episode of it It just looks garbage but the crossover looks fantastic so looking forward to seeing this in real life 
Yeah, this is just a wishful thinking shot. I hope we see some kind of team up like this. I hope we see oh, something really cool. Uh, I just hope we see something really cool of Kevin Conroy. Yes. Mark, Mark Hamill would be nice too. But oh, it'd be amazing if we did actually <laughs> get Conroy to be on you know on screen like as Batman or something amazing. But um, that's going to be pretty special to see. Yeah, I, I I can't wait for it, especially because we saw rumors of different things, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Um, this picture as well, I really enjoyed seeing the, I'm uh, glad. the laughing fish. I wanted to do something simple because I've done a bunch of uh, different shots of this before, so I was like, I just want to do something a little bit different. But I'm glad you like. Yes, you've been doing a lot of really cool episodic picks lately as well. So the Night of the Ninja one I really enjoyed, which is up there. This one, I just <laughs> don't, I don't have to even talk about that. It's just fantastic. That's one that I'm very happy that it came, the way it came out. Yes, you got the incredibly emotional Robin's Reckoning picture, which is just unreal. That was a fun one to figure out how to set up to. I bet that took ages to do. That yeah, that whole shadow and everything is actually a PNG. I <laughs> ah okay yeah, it's, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it was fun. And then that one, I, that that for me is just awesome. Talk uh, us through the process of making that picture because that looks like it's taken a lot of work. Uh okay, so with that one, I wanted to do something with that moment, and I knew that there wasn't really a figure that really looks like. Arthur Fleck in any way. Uh, luckily, the Steve Trevor uh, outfit from the first Wonder Woman movie kind of has a a color palette similar to what he wears, hoodie-wise, Arthur. And then I had a, uh, a, Chris, a Hayden Christian uh, Anakin Skywalker figure that has the same style hair, so I was like, okay, okay. If I do this in shadow <laughs> and try to light it from the back, I think I could get away with making it look like Arthur enough for people won't be like, oh, I can know what you did. Well, I'm sure people easily <laughs> picked it up. But yeah, definitely. Um, with the the other Joker, I did the Soap Studios Joker. And I just, after, first of all, I just took a picture of those two, Arthur and the little Bruce from the Diamond Select figure. Then yeah. I took a picture individually of Joker in a pose like that. And I had to use a a wire a wire hanger to use as like a prop up that I bent <laughs> up. And then um, the same with, I took, so I took a picture of him and then I took a picture solo of the, the neck of Batman because I kind of wanted also to do it based on what I think they were based on the look, uh, be in the future, just from that movie. If, I figure yeah. it's an Elseworld so I could pick whatever version I'd want. And I also, I saw this thing where initially in the script at the end when Joker does the bloody smile, he was going to cut a, cut a, smile onto his face like Heath Ledger's but they oh. said that that was they said that was too uh, violent so I was like okay so maybe he was going to be like that and who knows so I just used the Heath Ledger body and yeah, then I, that's I felt like that Bruce gave me very Michael Keaton serious vibes because even when uh, Alfred was getting choked that fool didn't show any emotion so like, I know, yeah. it gives me some Michael Keaton vibes so. uh, and then so after that I cut him out on uh, this free system. It's not Photoshop. It's called GIMP, and it's a free downloadable thing. It's like Photoshop. But if you do get regular Photoshop, you have to pay monthly, which stinks. Oh, yeah, uh, that's not good. good. <laughs> so 
what I did was I put both of them on there individually, and then what it's called uh, the opacity makes it like more see through. So I just did that yeah. to like match to give it more of a uh, foreshadowing ghostly image to oh, give it, it that epic. I'm glad you liked it because I wasn't too sure what people thought at first because it didn't get a crazy quick response. But oh well, no, I figured the I people really that, that one. people that get it will get it. And then, we're talking selfishly enjoyed. I really <laughs> love this one. I was hoping I had you in mind the whole time I did it. Well, I've been rewatching Justice League lately, and uh, yeah, it just speaks for itself. And it's also a nod to a certain scene in an episode as well. Yep, absolutely. So and cool. I figured I, I gotta use those pizzas where I got those from all those turtle figs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's brilliant! That's no, a great idea. That is, and I must have taken some balancing on there. Oh man, that was tough. That was really tough. I used tack to keep the plate in hand, and I thought I was gonna have to use tack to keep the uh, pizzas up. But luckily, since Flash is one of the few figures that has big enough feet to stand well, as you know, yes, uh, it was able to balance the way the pizzas are folded. It was yeah. Flash the hardest part was getting Wonder figure. Woman to stand. <laughs> that was Wonder the Woman's horrible. Wonder yeah, Woman the, is just a horrible figure. The ready sets makes for a nice watchtower base too, so kudos to them. <laughs> yes, the, it does look really pretty cool actually in that backdrop. Nice and vibrant. Yeah, I use um, natural lighting for that. And talking of vibrant, this is what I also wanted to chat about. Because we've, uh, you know, you teased what you were going to be doing with this uh, Alfred head. And, well, there it is in person. Looks fantastic. Okay. I want to, I want to, I have him right here. And so what I did with the hair, it's a technique that my cousin showed me. At first, you know, what you want to do is, like, or what you think you want to do is, uh, Okay, I'm just going to put it on in a blob and then I'll sculpt it, right? That's what you initially think? Yeah. Well, on this, and if I can get it up there, where's the camera? You can see it has a lot of detail, but it's not because of any skill that I have. All I did was I took the putty and I, and I made it into very small worms by rolling it and then placing it along. And what I did first was I went sideways and wrapped it around so that he had that it looked tuck it, tucked in on the sides like he does in the movie. And then then I laid it on the back so it gives him that length. But all I did was roll it in, to a thin enough where it looked like hair, and I placed it so there's no sculpting involved. And I think that uh, that makes it a lot easier if you, you feel like you, you're not a good sculptor. If, yeah. you just, if you do that, it's pretty simple. And I just put it underneath the uh, heat lamp, and it's set just fine. And then I put some paint on it, and boom. It's not hard at all. It's very cheap, too, to buy sculpt. You can get it for, like, three or four bucks, and if you use a coupon, which Michaels has a coupon in all the time for 40% off, you get it for a few bucks. And if you have an extra head that you're not going to use that for, I would say, why not use it, too? Because uh, the stuff doesn't even get hard until you put heat on it. So you have plenty of time to make mistakes, and if you don't like it, it's like, oh, I'm just going to start over. So if you're, if you're ever bored, go for it. It looks great. What's it like to paint? It's easy as long as you get it uh, all set up and hard. And there's, <laughs> I told someone about because they they messaged me after seeing. It, I was like, I want to try it, and I was like, okay. And I told them about to use heat on it. And then like a day later, they got it and they said, 
holy crap, like, how do you do this? Because I was about to put it in the oven, and I was like, wait, I might melt it. I was like, yeah, you don't want to put it in the oven, because you could do that for, <laughs> if you're doing, like, actually, I'm not talented enough to do, like, sculpting, like, an accessory or something, but, uh, or at least I don't know right now and haven't built up a skill, but uh, you could do, like, a hair dryer. You could do what I use, like, if you have a floodlight, you can put it under there, because those get hot enough, and mm. that sort of thing. So, it will work on the it worked after like about an hour just leaving it under a floodlight it hardened up and it took yeah. the paint took the paint very nicely yeah i can't imagine putting the alfred head in the oven is a good idea no, no. don't do that no unless you want zero articulation on your food no. just a blob <laughs> no this is a greg kapoor comic book we're not allowed to do things like that yeah uh oh good shout right there <laughs> <laughs> oh I would love to take some more pictures on Greg Capullo. I think he's got to do that lately. So, Catwoman picture. Yes. It's the ep- it's, an ep- it's kind of an episode we're reviewing today, and that, that picture is fantastic. And it happened to work that I was setting that up right when the news broke, too, about the, the new Catwoman casting. So, I was like, okay, I'll just use yes. that. Yeah. Which I'm not upset about the casting. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I don't really know enough about her to be fair to to kind of judge, but um, I've seen her in a few things. She she did the voice of Catwoman in the Lego Batman yeah. movie. I know that, yeah, which is quite yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, it was quite funny. But yes. uh, yeah, no, seriously, that's a fantastic picture. Love all the details you got like the newspaper at the side as well. Fantastic. I tried to get all the cats in there too. Yes, look brilliant. Many yeah, little ices and teacles going on there. Yeah, I've made sure because I know that you are the king of uh, making sure there's nice little Easter eggs of accessories in your pictures. I was like, <laughs> I got to make sure I got license. <laughs> yeah, it looks fantastic. Nice smoky effect as well. Yeah, and that's what I've been trying to do a lot since we talked about it is uh, use different lights in the background to get more of a atmospheric fog. And I've also been experimenting, experimenting with uh, different lights like a pink I got and I got more yellow tones that I've been wanting to put into pictures, especially after yeah. seeing the after seeing Joker. I liked a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, Joker was brilliant for some white tones, wasn't it? It seemed quite quite yellowy in some of those pictures for the old Gotham style. Yeah. Um, I, I can't city, wait. So. I can't wait to get that on Blu-ray. I'll probably watch that. Same. Uh, Blu-ray's already been so, revealed, hasn't it? Yeah, and I've already seen people pre-order. What, are you gonna do that as well? Um, yeah, well, I'll certainly be getting it. I don't know if I'm pre ordering it, but I'll certainly be getting it, yeah. I, I might have to get a Blu ray player. <laughs> yeah, in fact, actually, I take that back. I probably will be pre ordering it because it's probably going to sell out. Now, we didn't touch on this. Do you have any new figures that uh, you have on the way or that you Um A couple of new figures. So, recently took a trip to Birmingham and decided to have a look in the Forbidden Planet there. And this was actually quite a rare thing. It was the first ever time in the UK I've oh, ever yeah. seen blue multiverse figures. In Savannah! Yeah. They had a Shazam figure there, but that Shazam figure is one of the worst figures I've ever seen. So <laughs> I decided not to buy him. But hey, it's Savannah one of their looks articulated. Very... Yeah, it, it, I suppose so, yeah. It's true. It's I'm a good customizable the, one. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the Mafex one, but I love how the uh, the eight ball fits into his hand. Oh yeah, and that's my, fantastic. 
If you were to get one of those two, I you picked the right one. It's a yeah. it's a rare one. It looks better. Yeah, what else are we ever going to get a figure of him? It's fantastic. Where else are you going to get a ball accessory? It's true, yeah. Mark Strong <laughs> did a great job as him. So picked oh. him up and then picked Nightwing up as well from there. Just a red version. Really, really nice red Nightwing. Oh, I love he can put his uh his batons on the side. Yeah, he's so a clip into the size clip into the side of his uh, leg, which I really, really like. That's really interesting. Yeah, they look cool as well. Ben, you know, it saves me from buying that DC Essentials one, which was horribly shiny. Um, and this figure, I forgot to feature it last time. I did actually get this last week. But this um, absolutely stunning multiverse Starfire. Oh, you didn't even give I me mean, a hint about this I mean, one. Look this at the hair. Really... Look at the hair on that. Fantastic. Uh, now I, I want to spend money and get her. Yeah, I've been wanting to get a um, Starfire for a long time. Uh, a really nice Starfire figure. Cause I, uh, show her again. So, Bring her up. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. It, yeah, pictures online don't do it justice. Uh, it's just a stunning figure. The hair is just fantastic. Love the hair. Damn. Definitely going to be doing some pictures of her this week. Fantastic. You, just, you just sold me, Scott. I've got to get it. <laughs> no, she's brilliant. She stands up quite nice considering she's got uh, heels on. She stands up very nicely, which is good. But yeah, how about you? So you got some new plastic? I haven't got anything new. You're I still mean... enjoying the Batgirl figure as well. Wow. Oh yeah, I still love the Batgirl figure and that line. I've been trying to just, you know, use different... Oh yeah, there she is. She's beautiful. Fantastic yeah. figure. It really is. Still can't get rid of uh, Donatello. Been wanting to get rid of. Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no, love but that I... Donatello figure. It's such a cool figure. Well, really yeah, I... the detail I... on him, great. I wouldn't mind him if I didn't sell the other two. I'd be like, oh, I already got him. Okay, but <laughs> now he's now he's uh, odd man out. So I gotta get rid of him. But now no new figures. Uh, I need to go hunting soon. But most of the... I've just been doing working on customs and trying to hone hone that skill since we're in a little DC drought. Hopefully we get some new stuff soon, though. Yeah, really hoping for it. McFarlane's not far away, and uh, supposedly Mexico are going to be releasing their figures. We've got the DC collectibles um, four figures that are getting re-released as well. They're coming out soon, so yeah, hopefully it's going to be um, a strong 2019 finish. You know, hopefully it's going to happen, but I don't don't think it will. I think it's the biggest we'll have to wait for. The biggest mystery of all is where is that Batman 89, though? Yeah, I, I, that's because <laughs> it's a complete myth, isn't it? It's good thing, see, myth. good thing you didn't wait and you just got that NECA one, because otherwise you'd have been so yeah. upset, especially since you yeah. got beautiful Jack 89 custom. <laughs> yeah, I had to eventually give in and get a NECA one. It's so cool. It's just, just such a great figure. Your collector instinct didn't let you know. <laughs> Seriously, it actually is. Now, there, the only new DC stuff I've seen recently is some uh, new images of the Storm collectible stuff. But hmm. other than that, I haven't seen really... I mean, No, there's not been a lot really, has there, to be fair? No, there's not been a lot happening DC-wise. It's been quite quiet this week. And uh, yeah, other than the news of Catwoman, which it's... Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, it doesn't particularly interest me. I'm not going to lie to you. Do you know movies. who Lenny Kravitz is? I don't. Okay. 
He's a 90s singer. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't mind the Catwoman thing because, I mean, in the past, she's been portrayed as a, like, by an African-American, so it's not, like, a big deal to me. But, I mean, I do have a problem with when a movie blatantly starts to just switch all the characters just to, you know, appease different people or whatnot because you have uh, different characters that, haven't gotten the limelight like uh, Lucius Fox's son and yeah. you know, different people in the comic books. I mean, who was it? Uh, Duke Thomas. He was a new created character. And you, I mean, you have plenty of characters you could use. Why don't you use them? Those are great. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Is it going to be even connected to the bat, the DC universe? Is the Joker even connected? I know there's yeah. tons, yeah. tons of more theories popping out by the minute, but for Joker. Maybe. Yeah. Have you I seen that? I tend to stay away from them. I'm not going to lie. I, I just think it is a separate movie. It's a one-off. It's one of the best one-offs that we'll ever I see. I hope so. And, and people should I just really kind of leave it. So. Yeah, and people should just kind of you know, leave it to enjoy, not to over... A lot of people these days sort of over-theorise on all these things and just enjoy it for what it is. You know, Don't waste your time thinking about what could be and what might not be. And just enjoy it. That's true because uh, I think because people are still finding new things all the time, and I saw the newest thing I saw today outside of like uh, a couple of days ago that the girl in the subway was the one wearing the Joker mask, which by the way someone wrote her and she said that she wasn't, so that's didn't. That's kind of hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many women you know with an Adam's apple. There was one. There was an Adam's apple quite clearly visible on that. I'd, um, you know, people talk about overanalyzing. Just for God's sake! And then the new one I saw is like three different scenes in the movie. The clock's at eleven, eleven, and stuff like that. But I mean, there's stuff like that in a bunch of different movies. I know that uh, Stanley Kubrick he did it in The Shining. He did a bunch of random things just to mess with people. So just exactly. So. Yeah, people just <laughs> overanalyze, and it's just it balls the pants off me. It really does. <laughs> But the, I guess the best thing is that people are buying more and more tickets to go see this movie repeatedly. So that's a good yeah, thing for no, Yeah, I think I'll almost definitely be going again just before it finishes in the cinemas. I want to see it one last time. Nice. And people, yeah, this definitely. is a good deal for Scott because you don't go to a lot of movies, huh? I don't know. No, really don't. You basically Justice only League. go to DC movies. But when you see Justice League three times, you've got to see Joker four. That's, that's Justice only League logical. Out. Just Justice League was just an abomination. Well, you probably had to see it that many times. But like, surely, I like it couldn't be as that bad as I thought. Yeah, I was just hoping <laughs> that they show uh, show us Snyder cut at least one of them, but they didn't. They showed that horrible Josh Whedon cut, which um, so few pictures have been leaked this week. Uh, a few more oh, pictures of Schneider's version, which looks spectacular, by the way, and then um, the picture of Superman before CGI, which is just hilarious. Actually, he looks cool like that. <laughs> I wouldn't yes. have mind that. No, he does. He looks better than so the freaky cool. CGI mess. Absolutely shocking CGI. I could do a better job with that on paint. Well, even that scene that you did, which you actually did a better job, and it looks uh, more scenic and actually beautiful, the one where you, uh, Aquaman's in the water talking to Bruce, that, that oh, yeah, CGI yeah. in the movie is so horrific. Like, you can tell it's so big. It sucks very badly, doesn't it? There's it's people so on YouTube awful. that have better green screen than that. <laughs> it's so awful, yeah. There's people doing their own Snyder <laughs> Cut on YouTube and it looks better than theirs. It's just awful. 
thankfully that mess is over and thankfully the Joker washed that, that cheesiness out of your mouth. Oh, it did, yeah. That I mean, the Joker should set the tone for virtually all DC movies, to be honest, if you ask me. That, that tone's fantastic. So. Yeah. I honestly don't know if that, like, that tone could work on, say, like... Uh, like if someone did a Lex Luthor, you'd really have to cast the right actor and everything because overall, I feel like he's well known, but not too popular. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like he'd have to be. You'd have to. It's one of those things like a Walking Phoenix. You'd have to just hit a nail on the head with the actor. Yeah, you have to get a pretty spectacular lead role for that, wouldn't you? You really yeah. would. Um, just to make it interesting, yeah. it's just a bald white guy. Yeah, you gotta have bring something to the table. Yeah, definitely. I would love to see. I know Mark Strong got offered the role in the past. I would love to see him do it. Uh, well, it's a, a different it's, universe. Yeah, yeah he, he'd have been fantastic. I know, obviously, that's going to be difficult now, but yeah, because um, there's been sort of confirmation that Eisenberg is done with Luthor now, so they're going to cast a new one. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't want him to be back in the movie. I don't want to see. Yeah. Although I, I didn't <laughs> didn't dislike his portrayal, but I would rather see him more traditional, uh, yes. Lex Luthor, you know, the sort of Justice League Unlimited style, calculated but very cold sort of person. Yes. yes, and yeah, I mean, you of all people would know that, that Lex is the money. That's like what you got to be. Uh, yeah, Don't try Clancy to be Bra- Ledger. Clancy Brown's Ledger. voice is just <laughs> iconic for Lex Luthor. Now. Uh, this is basically all the DC news, unless you have anything else. That's pretty much it, isn't it? Really, there's not a lot, not a lot going on. Other than Instagram, has been incredibly quiet this week. It's a very strange week for my Instagram. Um, noticed that, and you know, a couple in of terms people, of, well, a couple of people messaged me saying, "Oh, you have to since this update." You know, Instagram's been incredibly quiet. You know, posts aren't reaching as many people as usual. Yeah. Not seeing as many posts as they usually see, and um. Which has been kind of disappointing, you know, Instagram as, as they do, you know, dialing no, the, the feed. There's people that I follow where I have to actively look and search for their stuff because I just don't see it. Yeah, it's very strange. But, unless I remember, I have to go look and be like, oh, how am I not seeing this? Why is my feed mentioned? Yeah, it's very strange at the moment. But uh, yeah, other than that, I don't think there's any more news <laughs> to tell. No, it's, it's frustrating. But uh, now to the new segment, and now it's your turn. Show us your figure of the week, right? Uh, figure of the week was a tough one. Um, it's tough for me could, too. Could have gone with a whole host of new figures, especially uh, those three that you showed us, or four, just those animated. Yeah, as much as I love those uh, those figures, my figure of the week, oh, I'm going to go for. Um, if I don't knock the entire shelf off, I'm going to go for Martian Manhunter as the figure uh, of the week. Very underrated figure. Um, yeah, kind of precisely for that. So I took him out this morning to do a picture before I went to work. Just do a picture with Superman and Hawk Girl. Been rewatching the Justice League series, and um, Jean is so underrated as a character. He's in 90% of the episodes. Um, noticing this a lot when you 
look back and you know Superman might be missing from one, Wonder Woman might be missing from one, Batman might be missing from a couple here and there. But Jean's in virtually all of them. Uh, such a great character. He's probably the most powerful leaguer. He's more powerful than Superman um, in the series, and you know we've always shape shifting things. You know, fantastic, but I mean just the accuracy of that figure is just ridiculous. So, really enjoyed taking pictures of him this week. Done a couple of pictures, as I said. Took him out this morning. Done a night uh, of shadows picture with him. I want to do a War World picture at some point as well because I love that episode. It's fantastic, and uh, yeah. So Jean Jean's is going to be figure of the week. How about you? And it's ironic that we're speaking of the Snyder Kiss, especially since we just found out that he was supposed to be in the, the Snyder yeah. movie. General Swan ah. Mar- Martian Man on Crazy. You know what's funny is there's I and I'm being hundred percent honest, there's times where I watched the movie was where I remember thinking like he looks like he would be a perfect like John Johns. Yeah. It's yeah. funny that's fantastic. Uh or my figure of the week. I was thinking about it a lot too, and it's also one that I haven't taken many pictures of until actually fairly recently. In fact, it's just a couple minutes ago. If I can remember where I put it. <laughs> yeah, hey, our podcast our, our podcast is unscripted for anybody who isn't aware. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, now I'm upset. Where the heck did it go? <laughs> All right, give me one second, Scott. We're gonna play. We're gonna play. Find the figure in Tyler's room. I'm enjoying the backdrop I'm seeing there actually as well. So we've got the the back cave we can see, and I believe I, that is Grey Ghost stood next to Bruce Wayne, which I quite enjoying. I can't believe this. Where the heck did it go? <laughs> well, the figure that that I, <laughs> my figure of the week that I so much love that I don't even know where I placed it, is uh, the old man Bruce figure. Yeah, it's a good choice. I picked that one, and I picked it because I, it's very easy for me. I'll just, I'll just flip it up to my page. Boom. Yes, there we go. Now, I just feel like it's very easy for me to... Uh, get inspired to take different pictures of this figure and not only that but it's beautifully done it's accurate as you could tell with all these figures and like you showed with the martian manhunter figure it looks like it just stepped out of the cartoon and um in terms of inspiration especially at this different time of life as you feel like you're, you're getting older and you're transferred from that uh kid mindset to more of a yeah i love that picture and from into an adult mindset, you kind of, you kind of can even relate more to an older mindset of Bruce, especially uh, as things go. Like I had my back go and stuff like that. So even I feel like I'm an older man than I even am. But I feel like it's very easy to uh, take pictures with this guy and become creative with them, especially like using mirrors and putting like a younger version of himself reflecting. And overall, I feel like I always get a great response with this figure. I feel like people. Always love seeing a grumpy old Bruce. <laughs> that never gets, that never gets tired. Yeah. No, it really doesn't. And it's also it just came with a uh, Bruce, I, or not only this figure, but it came with a uh, uh, Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond, and it came with Ace the Bat Hound, and a lot of cool accessories. So mm, it's fantastic it, pack. 
Yeah, it's easily one of my favorite figures. And I think you pointed out to me now that it's, the price has gone up quite dramatically on the aftermarket. Yeah, it just makes that figure that bit more special, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm like, I'm glad that I went in and bought it early, and mm-hmm. now I feel like I gotta get that Heath Ledger Toys Air figure, or else I'm gonna regret it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic, uh, and uh, we can quickly show people. While uh, yeah, here we go. It's Toys Air. There's the Joker figure. I mean, it's just such an outstanding set. All those things that you're gonna get included with it. So freaking cool. Yeah, I love that it even comes with the magic wand flowers, even though that scene was cut. Yeah. Brilliant figure. Just oh, looks just like him. And they, an epic figure. they somehow managed to get away with getting it out so early, and because it's a third party, that's why it's called the comedian. Yeah. I don't know how they got away with that, but something they do is, I guess, it's not exactly like it. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, a uh, spectacular figure. Now we have, uh, we finally, I guess, have to do a Batman episode review. We do. We've had a couple of weeks hi- hiatus from it, and yeah, uh, we returned with a vengeance. Yes, with Selena. Yes, with Selena and Batman. Yes, there and she is, Selena Kyle. If she ever puts on her Catwoman costume again. Yes. <laughs> We'll throw the book at her. <laughs> I love that in Batman, that's always a running theme, throwing the book at someone and doing it by yeah. the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> She's fantastic. That judge properly like emphasizes that point as well. She's fantastic. But uh, yeah, cat scratch fever. What are your first um, thoughts when you think of this episode? I, I don't like it. I, I, it this episode balls me, Got I'm not going to lie. And we'll go through. Um, All right, game over. We're done. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I don't know what it is about this episode. It just doesn't particularly um, inspire me. I'm trying, I'm trying to look for the title card to show you. I love because I do love the title card on this episode. And predictably, it's being a, a pain. There we go. There's the title card. I really like the title card on this one. I just, it's hard to say the name nowadays without feeling like a terrorist. Mm. ISIS. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's, the title cards are always brilliant, and that one is very good. Yes, don't you ever put on that costume again? Yes, <laughs> yeah, the very infuriated judge. So yeah, but I mean, my first thoughts I think of it are it's similar to yours. I remember when I was young watching him, like I was so bored of seeing the whole plot of. Well, we're going to talk about it, but the whole plot, I was like, oh, that was kind of boring. There's not much Batman. So, yeah, I can understand. But watching it, I could I could watch it now, and I think it's easier for me to watch any episode just because the nostalgia is so built into it. That's like, oh, I'm just so happy to have any Batman episode over what's produced yeah, now. True. <laughs> no, but I, I completely understand. And I wasn't one of my favorites growing up either, so I could relate. No. Yeah. Yeah, as you say, we be, we begin the episode with the uh, the five year suspended um, probation for for Catwoman. Yes. Um, after you know she's been caught again by the judge, very angry judge, and uh, yeah, as she says herself, you know she'll throw the book at Catwoman if uh, she ever reappears, and uh, she's, she's getting lucky. She is throwing said book. <laughs> 
And um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a good, cool, cool start to the episode. It just throws you in straight away to a scene where you've been clearly told about cattle. You, you don't need to, you don't need to see it get caught or anything like that. You can just yeah. skip to the scene with the judge, which again just a subtle little clever way of it's amazing that, the situation. It's amazing that this TV show didn't talk down to us and it f- felt that we were smart enough to understand things. <laughs> It's very true. It's very true, yeah, because a lot of shows try and do that these days, try and explain things away, and they don't need to. Uh, just waste time. Yeah, they really don't need to. But, uh, yeah, I love the next scene as well, where we see Alfred talking to Bruce about Selena. You know, he's trying to convince yeah. Bruce to go and see her again. And, you know, Bruce says, oh, no, she doesn't want Bruce Wayne. She's only interested in Batman. Who wouldn't? Uh, which I find quite <laughs> interesting. Um and Bruce isn't convinced about Catwoman giving up her, uh, you know, criminal life. He still, you know, doesn't hundred percent trust it. Very Bruce-like. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it is <laughs> very Bruce-like. Um, and we see Selina, you know, head home, and we see the return of Maven as well in this episode, which is pretty cool. Maven. Yeah, who uh, sadly announces that Isis has run away. Not a very good um, cat. Yeah, she, she no, she went out looking for Selena and Maven, and <laughs> just didn't even realise at the time, which is unfortunate. Uh, poor Maven. Yeah, not it's not going well for Maven or Selena, who then heads out onto the streets looking for Isis. And she got pretty pissed at Maven. Yeah, she wasn't happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then you said, like, you said, she's going, she's looking for a cat, and she's even wearing, it looks like she's wearing half her costume already. She is, yeah, yeah. She's not being very subtle. Uh, <laughs> Alfred wouldn't be very pleased about that. No, but he definitely wouldn't. It's a, it's a very Batman Return-like uh, Gotham with snow on the ground. Yes. We see her looking and asking people if they've seen her cat. And uh, she thinks she hears the cat, or she sees a bunch of cats, and she goes down a dark alley, which that's never good. And then we no, see... not in Gotham. Definitely not Gotham. And then we see uh, two goons that we'll see, we'll reveal later, are working for Daggett. Uh, they're trying to catch these cats, and Selena can tell by the way they're dressed that they're not uh, part of any official uh, pet-catching operation, that they just look like people catching cats in regular clothes. Mm. And so she's asking what they're doing. They don't really say. So they get into a scuffle, and Catwoman's about to get whooped up until Batman shows up and takes care of him for her. And uh, they they basically get a little flirty, but then Catwoman gets taken in by Renee Montoya because she wasn't supposed to be doing anything. So the fact that she was already making a fuss... They weren't liking that. She gets put in prison. And then, away from that scene, you see Mr. Daggett, who is watching as Dr. Milo, who actually plays a huge part in the animated universe, is injecting a new strain of uh, a virus into different pets. And you see him go pretty crazy, like from calm state to an insane state, pretty crazy. And what we basically learned from all this is that Daggett is trying to uh, infect a bunch of cats, make them go rabid, or a bunch of pets in general, make them go rabid so that they want to bite the people of Gotham so that they get disease and it will spread like crazy because he himself has made the only uh, antidote to heal people from this. So he's going to cash in on all the money 
And Absolutely. basically, that's where we learn what this whole pet thing is about. And from yeah. there, see that Celine. Oh, you, what do you, let's go. What do you got to say about that scene? It's a fantastic uh, sort of opening act, isn't it? Um, oh. I really do enjoy that. And, you know, the, I love the cast, uh, voice cast for the two thugs as well, with just proper sort of scrawny, scruffy voices, oh. which is fantastic. Especially that lady. Yeah, oh, she's a she is a mean lady. She is a rough one. Yeah, she but, really is. Jagged's voice, of course, is always great to hear because it's just so cold and it just sounds cruel yeah, to the core. It really does. Ugh, but I love it so much. Yeah, and I'm glad. If only we could get a figure of him, I'd be happy. Oh, Daggett would be a great figure. Yeah. And, and what so are many, your thoughts so on Doctor Milo? I like Dr. Milo. He he goes all the way through to the JLU as well, doesn't he? So he's you know he's a long term character in the in the series, and uh, yeah, again a great voice casting. What I like Never about these characters, yeah, I mean what I like <laughs> about these, yeah, all the all those years, um, and what I like about these characters is they're not just associated with one other character. So we see Daggett in the Clayface episode, yeah, we, we've seen him. Um, Get involved with the the um, the arson operation as well yeah. in Crime Alley, and then we now see him getting involved again, going against Catwoman, and then the same can be said of Milo. We later see him go up against various different things, and even be part of the um, the even yeah the werewolf, and even be part of Cadmus as well with uh, people like um, Doctor Langstrom and Hugo Strange, which is fantastic. That's why the DCAU is just so good. Even back in these days, you know, this was like sort of the origins of Cadmus, the way Cadmus, Cadmus began and started operating. This is, you know, Dr. Milo was a big part Technical, of that. Yeah, yeah right. even behind the scenes in those days, Cadmus, you know, would have been uh, in early sort of formings. I'm glad that we have you on. You're the expert it's, on that. It's mad, mad to think about, really. <laughs> it is crazy to think about it. He's probably experimenting like that with all that stuff on the side while doing this. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, from there, we see that Selena is released on bail from prison, and Maven picks her up, and she's asking her, how are you able to post my bail this late? And we find out that it was Bruce, and right away, he get, the poor Bruce gets shut down as soon as she enters the car. She's like, look, I like you as a friend, buddy. That's it. And then he's, he's like, yeah, uh, I guess I understand, but... uh what are you doing? Like, so she, she starts explaining like what she was doing and yeah. And then where do we go from there? Yeah. So, um, we see explaining what had happened and then we see, uh, Montoya arrive on the scene with, I also noticed that the rookie cop that was back in the, the early episode, I forgot his name. I can't Wilkes. remember his name. Wilkes. Wilkes. That's good memory. Yeah. Officer Wilkes back all the way from, uh, I didn't even notice uh, that. Hey. From from POV, yeah, he's he's the officer that's with her, which a really nice touch. From I them, watch yeah, it so again. they 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 both return and you know they take uh, Selena in for questioning, um, even though it was actually not her fault for once. <laughs> this fight had started, and then we cut to a scene where we see, uh, as you mentioned, you know, Doctor Milo talking about a toxin to Daggett and how it makes animals more aggressive. You know, passes virus scratch of the skin. Um, mm. So you've got to be careful you don't get near them, you know. And then they give Isis an injection. You see Isis get dragged out of the cage by Milo. 
Oh, he's just such yeah. a he's a mean bastard. My dog's Milo is very mean guy. Yeah, that poor Isis. But yeah, then, Isis. Uh, yeah, not good for Isis. We saw Bruce pick her up, and Bruce, of course, just warns her to stay away, and she reassures him, you know, don't worry, Selena Kyle won't be anywhere near Daggett Labs, which, of course, hmm. that just we know that means that Catwoman's going to be there. <laughs> so we also cut away from there to see a suspicious Bruce Wayne talking to his pal Lucius, who probably still has PTSD from the Clayface episodes. <laughs> and <laughs> he's talking to Lucius about Daggett, and, of course, that's also a tie-in back to that episode. And he says, you think he's up to something? He's like, well, that goes without saying, because he's always up to something. And they talk about, he that they, well, Bruce finds out from Lucius that he has a new drug that no one really knows about or what it's for. So, of course, Bruce is going to have to uh, do some detective work. And uh, we later cut to Catwoman, who is breaking into Daggett Labs, and... No one that we've seen break into Daggett Labs has ever come out of it all right. And she finds Isis, and she's able to take her out, but she noticed something's up. It looks kind of sick. And Isis goes from being almost in a catatonic state to biting her. And we know yeah. from then on that Catwoman is infected. And because of the noise and the chattering of different laboratory materials and items, the thugs are alerted and they walk in and they see Selena, but she somehow has managed to escape. And I, she sees that Isis is running away and we see that the toxin is starting to affect her to the point where she's dizzy and she's wobbly. She looks like she's drunk and Isis uh, runs away and she's just chasing her through the woods until Batman basically comes up on her. Now, what do you think yeah. about all this stuff? Uh, I don't mind it too much. It's okay. The whole <laughs> idea that you can get a virus from a scratch is a... It's not particularly exciting. It's like rabies. Yeah. 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 Um, I do enjoy the scene where we see yeah, Batman rescue Selina, though he, he finds her in the car. Yeah. And that scene that you've recreated many times, which I'd love to try and recreate, but I doubt I'll be able to do it. Um, that loves you also recreate that's such a cool scene and um, yeah so he takes Selena back to her hideaway which yeah. is, just happens to be nearby as often the way with these uh, BTS coincidences and she um, wants to take her to the hospital at first but then she's like no dag it will yeah, get yeah. me yeah, yeah I've got a hideaway <laughs> yeah so she goes into the, the hideaway Um and then we cut back to a, a scene with Daggett, you know, wanting to know why there's a, a delay in the uh, in the toxin and Milo's, you know, being put under pressure. Um, you know, and he said he he's just sent off his uh, his other guy, you know, to go and fetch the the toxin now. Um, and then we see Batman interrogating the thug, who's supposed to be fetching something for Milo. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Rowan Daggett randomly appears. Uh, behind Batman, which is quite a cool scene, you know, takes in about 300,000 strays that they want to take in. You know, Daggett's had to make a fortune from it. And it's at that yeah. point, Batman, Batman's in no doubt there's something not quite right. And, uh, that's and he does see the, the classic villain thing where he tells his whole plan. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Laying out the uh, 
<laughs> the dastardly idea he's come up with. Um, where do we go from there? Okay, yeah, so ne- the next scene we're, um, we're seeing is Batman being chased by Fido the dog. An uh, effective onto, Fido. Yeah, a very angry Fido. Being chased him out onto the ice, which is a pretty cool scene, actually. It's not too bad, that one. It always, I hate it because I hate the cold so much, so it just gives me pain <laughs> so much. <laughs> Yeah, and then like we see, we see that uh, Batman is trying to subdue Fido because he grabbed an inhaler-like thing that's yeah. supposed to be an antidote. And while he's got Fido on his tail, he also has the two thugs with some shotties trying to tra- uh, trap him down. And they kind of watch him on the ice as he's struggling, and uh, he eventually is able to sub- like subdue the dog by shooting the antidote. And then uh, does, how does he go under again? Uh, so he get, he goes under because they shoot at him and he falls into the ice. Ah, yeah. Um, and then as he's falling into the ice, he, he smashes his hand through, grabs them, and they start shooting around on the floor and they fall through into the ice, which is funny. Yeah, that's a yeah, beast that, that move. Woman, that woman's a maniac with that gun. And meanwhile, Catwoman's just watching from her hideaway. Yeah, she's just watching <laughs> from above. It just happens again to be there next to it. Uh but yeah, and then from there, I mean, uh, they all get taken care of. They, the thugs get captured and taken care of. And we later get cut to a scene of Catwoman returning back to her apartment. And uh, Maven is reading a paper where she tells her that, she, that Catwoman is now being considered a hero. And Daggett is under investigation. But... She doesn't seem too thrilled because she still doesn't have her cat. She doesn't know where Isis is. Yeah. And then we see that Batman is, gives a little surprise by dropping down Isis in a basket and uh, returning her back to her owner. And it ends very happily ever after. It does. Yeah, it does. Now, what do you, what do you rate it? Uh, I'm going to go for... Four out of ten? No, I'm just <laughs> no. I'll, I'll probably give it like a five and a half or something like that. It's five, five and a half, half, six. Yeah, it's just it's just predictable. Um, not particularly exciting, and yeah, just I'll give it. I'll give it another. It, it's filler, and then with Catwoman using it just to make it look good, I think. But um, yeah, it's not too bad. I think the worst I'll give episode so far is six. I can't remember what episode that was. I think that might have been. Cape and Cow. I can't remember. But um yeah, I'm gonna go oh, for I think a, you're right. I think you're right. I'm gonna go for a five and a half with that one because it's of all the ones you've reviewed so far, I think that's probably the most predictable and one of the most boring. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a six two just because I really don't like the idea that everyone's a, super aware of Catwoman's identity. He's, uh, yeah, that that is true actually. That's a good point because it like does make it, you know. A little bit less exciting on that front. Yeah, don't like that. And uh, like what you said too, it feels very paint by the numbers, and it's like, oh, Catwoman, okay, she animal rights. Let's add an animal thing to it. Oh, it's yeah. the Rowan Daggett. But yeah. there are a few scenes that are pretty cool. Like I just like the ones like what you said, where he finds her on the ground. A little joke. You're hot now. You know that thing's funny. Yeah. But uh, like otherwise. Marvel joke, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is not good. 
Yeah, so I, that stuff. Uh, there's a few cool scenes, but I really didn't even like the the whole climax. Like the guys are trying to not drown in a, underneath ice. Like that's not a very yeah. So yeah. yeah, I gave it a six. Yeah, I remembered what the six was for before. It was for um, it might, I think it was both for POV, and then also um, uh, where the point of view. Point. I think I gave six for a point of view. And then there was see no evil. I give six four. Oh, okay, that's so, fair. Yeah, six, yeah. So it's up there with those. But yeah, I think uh, six is probably about right, isn't it? Really, it's not. It's not incredible. It's just no. a Catwoman episodes. And even a lot of the writers said they didn't like the Catwoman episodes because they always felt like the animal rights thing was forced. Yeah, true. It's good so if the writers say yeah. it, it's got to be true. Yeah, even in the cat and the claw, it's it's like that as well. So yeah, yeah. And even in the episode where she with the ventriloquist, I remember. True. Well. Yeah. True. Yeah. But overall, uh, what's our what's our next episode? Yeah, our next episode. Now this is this is where we're getting into uh, the meat. Sort of just over the halfway point, really. Uh, next episode that we're going to be doing is the strange secret of Bruce Wayne, which is. A really oh, cool episode, uh, yeah. One one of the best, I think. Fantastic lots episode. Of yeah, lots of that's, cool different things there. That's an episode that I didn't see until I got the uh, the seasons on disc. I never saw that actually like as a Saturday morning thing. So mm. until I, I saw that later in life, I was like, oh, why did I never see this? Yeah, I think probably the same, to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of an underrated episode. Yeah. Forget Hugo Strange was ever in the animated series, really. <laughs> You just remember him as an Arkham villain. It's a bummer. He doesn't have a figure. How does he not have one? He should. He should have more episodes as well. He should have at least had three episodes. I mean, Firefly has a figure. Yeah. Firefly had about four episodes. New Batman picture. Riddler has one. He was on. Mm. He was on a Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What? That that'll be a fun episode to do. There's a bunch of different shots. Yeah, no, that's a cool episode. The shots for this episode are gonna be tricky. Yeah, I was I still have to figure out what to do. I think I might have to do a trip to a craft store. I think that's in order. Mm, that sounds good. But uh, other than that, we we don't know exactly who our guest is yet. We have a good idea who we who we might, but I know we're gonna get a guest no matter what. So we hope that you look forward to that. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, everything that we t- discussed. We hope that uh, you continue to enjoy the things that we talk about. And I know that I, I enjoy the new uh, segment that Scott did with the figure of the week. That's going to always be something that, that's going to be interesting and now I look forward to doing. Yeah, I just thought it would be fun for people to hear what we've enjoyed photographing this week. Um, so and I also like I'm that definitely... like a retro. It doesn't have to always be new. Exactly. And you're talking of retro, this is something that um, I wanted to quickly share before we uh, sign off. So, does anybody remember these? Who remember? Who remembers Bionicles back in the day? I remember Bionicles. Yeah, I recently went up into um, the loft or the the attic, whichever Uh part (laughs) of the world you're from. So, Went up there to have a, a reorganizer stuff and found all my old bionicles. So they're all being uh, brought out of the closet and they're going to be photographed at some point. 
that'll be interesting to see the reaction yeah i brought some stuff so i can do the neck pivots because they don't come with any neck pivots on them that's fixed in place so obviously on these pictures you've got all of them doing poses and that so i want to try and do some cool pictures and take them out i haven't got all these figures i need to buy kapaka i need to buy patu but uh, i've got the rest of them so i'm going to do some pictures of them yeah that love bionicles I'm super interested to see what people will think of these because I know that for a time that they were huge. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, it was um, Barnacles and Batman. That was that was literally my childhood. So, yeah, looking forward to trying to do some, some different pictures. I bet you that you're going to inspire revival. People, <laughs> oh, yeah. Start busting those out. I hope that, so. That, that would be nice. That'd be cool. Ah, I hope, can't wait to see that. Yeah. People definitely get nostalgic for that. Something different for a change. To break away from Batman for a little bit. It's always nice to mix it up. It is, yeah. Do something a little bit different. See a lot of people doing it. Lewis does some cool Toy Story pictures. So you do some Star Wars stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to need to delve into some new stuff too because that that itch as a collector to get new plastic is setting in. But I don't have any PC-related content. But of course, I can always... Look at older figures, but then all the cool ones are like seventy bucks. Like I want to get a Doctor yeah. Fate and all that, but oh, Doctor Fate would be phenomenal. Uh, we'll see. Maybe next paycheck. <laughs> but yeah, whatever guests we have on, we got. We hope that you guys will enjoy it. We uh, we're looking forward to this. Especially felt like it was a long time in between, so we're glad we got to do this again. We'll put this up early, of course, and then the audio version will follow after the guest. But we hope you guys enjoy this, and we will talk to you later. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures, or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. Hello and welcome to the guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. I'm Tyler G. I'm joined by Scott P. as always, and we have a very special guest today. And if you aren't following him, you can find him at Figured or Figure Depot, Figure D E P O T. His name is Josh, and we are very honored and happy that he has joined us today to uh, tell us about himself and talk to us about his style of photography and his collection in general. So, Josh, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, honored to be here. Yeah, really well, happy to have you on, First of all, we want to we want to learn about you. So we want to know about uh, your childhood and maybe what played major influences on you as you uh, 
started your collection and started into this world of where you are now? Sure. sure. Uh, so my dad's father, my papa Cherry, as we affectionately called him, he was a big Star Wars fan, big comics fan. And so uh, I was four years old when the Superpowers line first hit in 1984 because I was born in 1980. So, of course, that Christmas, it was all Superpowers figures. He bought me the whole first wave, all the vehicles. And uh, I just got What a great guy. (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) He hooked me up. So, uh, oh my God. That was kind of the start of it. And also, Star Wars, of course, was big. That was uh, either, I think I was right after Empire, but before Jedi. So, all the Star Wars toys, too. Uh, I always was fascinated by He-Man stuff, but I never got into collecting it until I was an adult. Okay. So, but uh, main lines I collect are, of course, like Marvel Legends, DC, anything from NECA to the multiverse. Uh, I don't really have a lot of statues or sculptures. I picked up the Star Wars Unleashed line uh, when it came out a few years ago. And uh, that's kind of the only really sculpture style things that I have at this point. Okay. But most of what I do is action figures. So uh, my grandfather uh, passed away, it was 09, late 09, um, and my grandmother passed away just before him, and so I was inspired by him because of the action figures and all that to uh, join the 501st Legion. Uh Um, Are you familiar? You both familiar? Yeah. So I I joined them uh, in his honor. And did a stormtrooper first. Then a few years later, I did a Tie Fighter pilot, and then I had to sell it. Um, I got injured about three and a half years ago, and I just ended uh, about two or three weeks ago a three and a half year battle with my uh, employer and the Workmen's Comp Commission. So that's finally all over and done with. But in the meantime, I had to sell off a lot of my collection. I had to sell that whole all my superpowers figures to pay our mortgage. Uh, I had to sell, um, anyway, tons of stuff. And so I've been slowly trying to get some stuff back. Um, this morning, actually, I ordered, uh, the Batman, uh, loose from the 1984. Eventually, once I get established, get back working again, I'm going to try to pick up all the carded superpowers from that first series again. Nice. Nice. That'd be cool. That'd be well, awesome. besides the fact that you had to sell it, but uh, yeah. growing up, were you uh, were you influenced by any major movies you saw, or of any course it wasn't series? by 1989 <laughs> Batman. You know, yeah. and Batman was like pivotal for just about anybody who was alive <laughs> at that time and into comics. And so. you got to see you got to see that uh, in the theater, correct? Yeah. That uh, for my birthday, actually, uh, it came out in '89. I was nine years old, and my parents Perfect. took me to see it. So, what was it like? It was amazing. Oh man, like having going from Adam West and Burt Ward, you know, just being <laughs> silly on camera to like a real Batman, you know, like yeah. you just knew he was gonna throw those guys off the top of the building in that opening scene, you know, whenever he gets those thugs and everything. But yeah, I mean, it was. It was phenomenal. That that movie, like I still watch it all the time today. You know, I never yeah. get tired of it. I've probably seen it five, six hundred times, and it just never gets old. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It just stays with you no matter what. In fact, like '89 is the the root of ninety percent of people's Batman love. You know, everybody right. seems to have it rooted from that film. Yeah, 
especially the people we have on. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anybody definitely, no, definitely. in their like twenties, thirties, forties, fifty, any in that kind of age range. Because I'm a, I'm about to be forty years old, so you know anybody from their twenties to their forties probably has that version of Batman in their frame of reference. What's your favorite oh. scene from that movie? Uh man, there's so many On good the ones. I always. <laughs> I always loved uh, whenever the Joker says you would, uh, wouldn't hit a guy with glasses and Batman punches <laughs> him in the face and the teeth come out and chatter around. And then, of course, uh, when Vicki Vale is there in the alley and he's like, how much do you weigh? He's like, yeah, about uh, 108. Uh, and then when he gets back down, you weigh a little more than 108. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's always a funny little exchange. Uh, now, uh, you m- mentioned that you have a family. And yeah. uh, what do you... You started doing this. Like, how did you get into Instagram and doing this, first of all? And then what does your family and your significant other think of it? Okay, so my wife talked me into doing an Instagram probably, I oh, guess, nice. about four years ago or so. I don't, it was right, right when it first kind of took off, she did it socially just to stay in touch with family members. And I was like, eh, I do Facebook. I'm not really, not really <laughs> into that. And finally, she talked me into it. And so when I first started my Instagram, it was like a couple family photos. And then I got into the 501st. And so my main account, Following the Way, that was all uh, pictures from going to troops and doing charity events and things like that with the 501st. And then Mm -hmm. as the Star Wars movies continued to come out and the Black Series line launched and all that kind of happened, I began to just tinker around in my room taking random pictures, but I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about photography. And I, you know, I had, all I'd ever done was play with action figures. So I didn't know anything about dioramas or anything to do with this animal that we now have. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a, it's something I did, you know, more to just pose around on my shelf and do shelf displays and stuff like that. So uh, finally, I, I, found i started instagram just for taking pictures of toys which my early stuff you can see it's it's kind of rough but uh, as i began to follow people we've all been there doing yeah <laughs> yeah as i began definitely. to follow people who knew what they were doing i was like wow that you, you can really make something cool out of this and so i began to experiment with lighting and and camera angles and then i finally started building dioramas here over the last i guess what about a year year and a half something like that so your wife basically is uh, she's on board with it. She approves. Oh yeah, she she's a comic fan. She's a Star Wars fan, so she's cool with it. She's a uh, uh, six years younger than me. I robbed the cradle a little bit. <laughs> but, <True> shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but she uh, she's all about it. You know, she grew up. Uh, she kind of watched some of those like Tobey Maguire Spider Man when those movies came out. Oh, that was that's good. That's good takes. Stuff so. You know, she was on board by the time we met and everything. Perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the the only good Marvel franchise out there. Those Spider-Man <laughs> movies. <laughs> if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, I really you know, enjoyed that... Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man a lot. Oh, he's fantastic, wasn't he? So, so good. Now, you also, besides the fact that you have an Instagram, you also uh, have started going into YouTube, correct? You also do reviews? Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure the exact time frame. Probably within the last year, I started my YouTube channel. And uh, so I, I, I think the first video, I just uh, did a compilation of several of my 
uh, action figure photos that I had taken over the last couple years as I was, you know, just trying to figure this thing out. And then um, I got on to watching toy reviews, watching uh, Shardimus Prime and um, yeah. the review spot. And uh, one of the main ones I follow, and I'm drawing a blank, I can't remember, is uh, Anthony's Customs. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, as those were the guys I saw first, and so I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot, you know, and so I, as I would buy figures from that point forward, I'd fumbled through, you know, trying to do some reviews, and have kind of settled into a style now, I think, so that's that was the evolution of my YouTube channel, was really doing figure reviews more so than the action figure photography. Nice. That's awesome. And you also do customs as well, too, now, correct? Yeah, I've got uh, my Batman that I made. I don't know if y'all That's one of my that. favorite ones. That's one of my favorite ones. I love this thing. That neck ahead was awesome. Ah, there you go, Scott. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, I really Can you walk us through that process? Yeah, so I, I took the neck ahead off of... I had the purple uh, video game one that uh, ah, was a okay. Toys R Us exclusive. And I so you so you it. didn't you didn't waste the good one you right. experiment <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, yeah my my good one actually I ended up having to sell as well over the last uh, whole ordeal I went through so there's a lot of stuff I got to get back eventually but um, I basically took that head off that video game NECA one I saw um, it's itz dot vintage is the account that I saw. He put one of these on a uh, DC Multiverse Batman. And so I was like, that looks pretty cool. I said, but I want like a really like buff Batman because the NECA one was so skinny. It That's just, wow. like the Hot Toys one is a nice full figure, but the NECA one in the seven inch scale was like so shrimpy. So <laughs> I had a Bane figure just sitting there. Not Bane. It's a Bane figure? Oh. Venom. Sorry. Venom. I okay. Bane. I don't know why. I got Bane on the brain. But uh, <laughs> I found a Venom figure, and I was like, I can turn that into a Batman. So I cut the belt and the head off and had to Dremel up inside the head because the way these mount, there's a peg that actually goes down into the chest uh. cavity, whereas on like a Marvel Legends figure, you've got a ball hinge coming out the top. So I had to Dremel up inside and kind of grind that out. And then it ended up fitting perfectly with one of the drill bits I had to go on nice and snug. And I can actually take it off still. So if I, wow. this body's a little too large, if I can find a body that, like the the Bucky Cat Buck is too small, and uh -huh. then this Venom Buck's a little too big. So I'm trying to find like a nice mid-range. But I, I don't want to use a DC Multiverse body because they don't have the ankle pivot and ankle rocker, you know? Like, the ankles yeah, yeah. are, are kind of rough on some of the DC, the Multiverse figures. I wanted something that was very dynamic, like a Marvel Legends. So I'm still in the hunt, and I'll probably update this at some point. But I, I took the cape off of the NECA figure, and I laid it down. Since it was purple, I laid it uh -huh. down on some black cloth and taped around the edge and then just cut out around it and then popped it on there and then popped the head on. So that's how we got where we are. I mounted his belt a little too high. If I had it to do over again, because this thing's super glued down, it's not going anywhere, I would uh, put the belt down just a little bit and uh, have more of that waist swivel to play with. 
I got to say, uh, until you said it, I would not have known that it was the purple GameStop version, especially on, you did such a great job painting the head. I, I wouldn't oh, be able thank to Thank you. Yeah, my painting, I'm trying to find a good sealer right now. I'm using Mod Podge to seal it. But uh-huh. I'm looking for a good sealer because I had issues with, you know, paint rubbing and stuff like that when I first started because I didn't know what kind of paints to use or anything. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of uh, exploring the whole painting aspect right now. You know, the kit bashing is the easy part, but going in there and painting those details in is what really is a challenge to me at this point. Yeah, and Scott's been showing off some really sick pictures. I really love the one that he showed off of in front of the Axis chemical plant. That was oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah, I took a, uh, a uh, digital background and then just put the figure in front of it with uh, blue and red light one like a blue light on one side and a red light on the other to kind of pick up both of those colors that were in the background now you are you're a toy reviewer and i want i have been debating getting a figure for a while so i want to hear your thoughts on a certain figure sure and it would have to be it would be this one. Oh yeah worth the money every every dime <laughs> i've got it <laughs> right here <laughs> with me um <laughs> Yeah, this figure is amazing. It's uh, the best Batman figure, hands down, I have ever owned, in a, especially yeah. in the 112. Really? Oh, yeah. The articulation is, it's, it's pretty much like Marvel Legends, but the only difference would be these hip joints are like the NECA Ninja Turtles. They have that little, uh, like, You've got the hinge, the ball hinge, but then the whole leg where it attaches at the top shifts rather than having like a mid thigh uh, cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. So instead of t- twisting, you know, here where we traditionally do, you get that twist right up at the top, so you can move him around from the hip socket. And uh, it does have a boot swivel, awesome. so you know the articulation is is pretty much what you'd expect from Marvel Legends. And this head this head is awesome like it moves around so much you can get so much expression he'll lean so far to the left and right because it, it there's wow a into the neck and then there's a ball socket into the head and so your ability to tilt that guy is just insane that is impressive especially for NECA right <laughs> yeah I was blown away I was absolutely like I had such high hopes for these figures and I have not been disappointed at all the capes on these things are like the Mezco capes. They're just huge. Okay. And you got so much cape to work with. You can get so many different looks. It's just, this is my favorite Batman figure ever. Really? Ever? Yeah. I just got some great shots up right now. If you guys want to go check them out. And he's got them next to different figures as well, so you can see how he scales next to different lines. Yeah, th- this guy is fantastic, and I love the Superman. Um, yeah, some people are bored by Superman. But like, <laughs> no, I love that Superman. He looks absolutely. Yeah, I, and I wanted a cloth cape, and I wanted that yellow S on there. And they, yeah. I mean, this thing was exactly what I wanted in a Superman figure. Yeah, that's one of the best Superman figures I think I've ever seen. It's outstanding. It's yeah, perfect, the, perfect hair curl. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> before this point was the DC icons, but it was so small. It yeah, just, that is a good small. point, yeah. But the articulation was fantastic, and the head sculpt was a little funky, but that's because it was so small. 
So this is basically what that figure was trying to be. Yeah, but it looks like standard. Now you've got like... the ultimate scale. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fantastic all the way around. Looks like a, a move between all the classic Superman comics and then the Dark Knight Returns, one bit of that influence in there. It looks fantastic. Oh, really yeah, nice you can figure. see across the board all the, so yeah. many different influences to just come to that perfect figure. Yeah, I love the scale that Neki used as well. It's like a higher end of the seven inch sort of scale, isn't it? Because they, you can pack all that detail in there then as well and get all the articulation in there. Not like companies sort of like Mafex where they're trying to get all this ridiculous articulation and they're like slightly short of five, sorry, six inch scale. And it doesn't quite work as well. You know, the QC doesn't really, right. really work with them. But Neki seems to do a great job of that. So. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping that they give us a Wonder Woman, a classic Wonder Woman. Yes, that'd be good. Not Gal Gadot, but like classic comic, late yeah. 80s, early 90s Wonder Woman. Have you got or are you going to pick up the Green Lantern pack? I have not yet. I probably will eventually. Uh, yeah. Right now, like I said, I'm trying to get back to work. So I had some things that I just had to have once we got the settlement and everything. Yeah. And then the rest, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put hit the pause button for a little bit <laughs> until I get back working again. And uh, once I do, hopefully they'll have like Flash or Wonder Woman or some Hawkman would be sick, you know. Mm. Hopefully they'll have oh, some new oh. stuff in the works, and I can start picking them up again. I did just get uh, in the mail. Literally, like I walked in the door from getting the mail outside. <laughs> And I'm putting the Bane Build-A-Figure together from oh, that DC Universe Yeah, so I had these two pieces, and all the rest were sitting on the floor in front of me. They just came in the mail. So <laughs> Nice, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, can't yeah. wait to get that thing together. I'm sure and, we'll get uh, a review for that. Yeah, I will. And while we're on uh, Build-A-Figures, that Killer Croc, have y'all seen yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, I that's have it. And now, I picked up. Isn't he more impressive in person? Oh, yeah. Like, the, the Killer Croc and the King Shark, like, to have them in hand is, you have That's to have fantastic. them in hand to appreciate them because, like, you just, pictures don't do them justice. That's like, true. Once, yeah, once you get them in hand, it's just mind-blowing. And they tower over the Marvel Legends with the figures by another, like, inch, inch and a half. Like, they're <laughs> so massive. Because I've had a Marvel Legends build of figures, you know, through the years, but I had never had the DC ones, and they are monstrous. Mattel really know how to do a build a figure. Those that King Shark's cool. Have you ever seen this one as well, Validus? Oh yeah, uh, I've seen it. I'm not not in person, but I've seen pictures. Yeah, Validus is insane. That they really do know how to make a cool build a figure, what, especially what, from those classic waves. Is that yeah. for, that line is from Scott? Classic one. Uh, yeah, it's from DC Universe Classics from uh, oh. Fatal Five. Yeah, and the uh, <laughs> the Killer Croc has the same uh, legs as the King Shark. So yeah, right. Okay. The upper torso and the feet are all new sculpts with the scales for the alligator type look, but from the waist to the ankles is the same exact mold as the King Shark was. They got to save some money. <laughs> exactly. Now you you collect a lot of different lines and different uh figures and I wanna know 
out of all of them, what is the the line that you really enjoy or that you just can't like seem to always want to uh, take pictures of? What's your favorite line? Uh, it was Marvel Legends until these NECA figures came out. <laughs> Once the uh, NECA Superman and Alien two pack started dropping, it was like Marvel what? But uh, <laughs> but like I love Sunday Daredevil that. figures, whether it's Netflix or comic Daredevil, I love taking pictures of those. And I actually just got the Kingpin build. A oh, that's actually uh, really cool. He's cool. Yeah, he is very yeah, nice. He's awesome. Even, and I was I don't like I was Marvel. I but... buy the figures, but. Like, I couldn't ever find them all together, and I didn't want to get stuck with some and not the others. And so I eventually just gave up and got him off eBay already put together. I like that. That's good. So you, you also did two like, different types of photography, similar to me and Tyler, obviously, with indoor and outdoor. Right. What do you prefer doing? Do you prefer sort of doing the, the indoor setups with all the details? Do you prefer going outside with a camera and, and if I had the finding space, some environment? If I had the space... I would build some dioramas and just make a whole city block and have like awesome shots going down like alleys and streets and stuff and do some cool stuff with my Spider-Man figures is yeah. what I really want to do. That's kind of on the back burner just because I don't have the space right now. Um, eventually, probably within the next couple of years, we'd like to move into a larger house because we've outgrown the one we're in. And so I'm going to have an area there dedicated just to the toy photography. Um, I really love playing with lighting and stuff like that. But re it's really 50-50 because if you've seen my Star Wars stuff, my outdoor shots and uh, Brave Star and some other things, like I really like finding natural environments that mimic what, what you see on screen in films, like especially with the Star Wars. There's a big sand pit pretty close to my house. And some of that terrain around the sound, sand pit looks a lot like uh, Tatooine mm. or Jakku from Star Wars. And so I like to take my stormtroopers out there and my, you know, some other stuff like that and get that those outdoor awesome. shots. And uh, my mom was in the hospital a while back. And while she was there, I went to see her one night. And I, on a whim, I had I took a couple figures with me. Uh, I took this Batman and I think maybe some Ninja Turtles or something. And on top of the parking garage with the hospital in the background, I set the Batman up and did just a little spotlight overhead. And it ended up being a really cool shot. So I love to experiment and just look for different different places to, uh, you know, to take shots and try to be creative and think of things that nobody has thought of or yeah. nobody has, you know, done yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's great Some to of be these... original as well. Do your own thing. Yeah. Some of these cliff shots, especially, it's like, how did you get these to pose? These are crazy looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's just luck, man. <laughs> I get out there, <laughs> find a spot where, like, I'll catch his knee or his foot in just the right place where he doesn't fall over, and I'll shoot it real fast and then run grab him, you know? <laughs> like, some of it's tricky. I've had, man, I it had looks a... Tricky. It was so annoying. One day I was out there and the wind like knocked over like half my setup and scratched oh, a bunch of paint oh, off and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, that's but, the worst, especially if you if they fall and it's a Batman and like gets the ear, get the chunk yeah. out of it. Oh. <laughs> All that delicate stuff. Now, when you do take photos and you're doing pictures, is it is it tend to be something that you uh, consider a time of relaxation? 
is it uh something that you look at as like work okay i need to get this done or something you no, do it's to my it's my de-stressor especially nah. over the last like you know like i said three and a half years dealing with this whole injury uh workman's comp case like you know i couldn't work i've got three spinal cord injuries uh, i've got a herniation <laughs> i can relate to you there yeah <laughs> you feel me yes yeah got a herniation at t9 and 10 a bulge at uh c6 and 7 and a bulge at l5 s1 so basically thoracic uh, thoracic, cervical, and lumbar are, are all injured. I got run over by a Turbo Titan diesel pickup truck. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was lots of fun. So, basically, I couldn't do anything. You know, I was very immobile. I've gained, like, 60 pounds because um, being more sedentary, and then they the doctor was giving me steroid injections to try yeah. to pull those herniations back in or whatever. And, like, those steroid injections just pack weight on you. So I've had five over the last, probably think they started them about two, two and a half years ago. And so finally, like once I got the settlement and everything, I haven't seen that doctor again. I started going to the <laughs> chiropractor and he's gotten me in good shape, straight my back nice. back up, my mobility's coming back and I'm nice. starting to feel a lot better. Thank so, goodness, gosh. But yeah, yeah. so that, that was kind of my de-stressor. <laughs> that pain is no joke, but that's good that... uh photography is a way that you could uh get some kind of de-stress out get yeah some kind of it's life. just like yeah. i get out in nature like a lot of the outdoor shots started that way i would just take in walks and then i would come across stuff and be like oh that kind of looks like the side of a cliff so i'd go back home grab a couple action figures and go back out to where i was walking nice. and just see what i could get and it just kind of snowballed from there have you ever had it where you're taking a picture and people come past and they're nosing at what you're doing uh, actually, uh, a bunch of kids came up one time and, uh, they were out like hiking or something and they, they came across where I was and they kind of stopped like a deer in headlights, like what in the world is going on here? <laughs> you know, I had my tripod set up and toys everywhere, you know, <laughs> and I hear I am this like 40 year old dude. So <laughs> they're, you know, you uh, get funny looks and stuff, but I don't care. I do what I do. So <laughs> that's the attitude I like to hear. I don't care. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's. I mean, I when I do shots, sometimes I do them outside the movie theater. The security guy will stop me. He's like, "What the heck are you doing?" It's like, oh, "I'm just yeah. taking photos of toys." What? <laughs> What's the deal, man? <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, gets out of there. He's more embarrassed for me than I am. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. <laughs> All right, now we have to ask uh, some traditional questions All right, before come we on. do any before we do any more toy ones and. I would like to ask, what are your top three favorite Batman animated series episodes? That's tough because there's so many good ones. But um, the first one I ever saw, and I don't know if That's I want to put that in my top three. It may, it may go in the top five. Uh, we were on a beach trip, and uh, we were in the hotel room at the end of the day, all sunburnt, just chilling. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and uh, I had never seen it before, and so an ep it was like right at the start, um, probably maybe five or six episodes in to the launch of Batman the Animated Series in 92, and it was the uh, Tiger Tiger episode. Yeah. Oh, so, that one was sick, and uh, that's I all I want to go back to. Um, Cat and Claw Conspiracy is always good. Um, 
the uh, Cat Scratch Fever, any of the Catwoman stuff I always liked. Probably because of Batman Returns, you know, seeing Catwoman in that and having her translated to animation was cool. I always liked their dynamic between Batman and Catwoman. And uh, Lord of the Wolf is always one of my favorites, too. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah, we've never had that before. Yeah, and uh, I picked up this uh, Fortnite figure. It's a werewolf. And, like, I'm not into Fortnite, but, like, they've got some cool figures out that you can use as customs for other lines. That's very well. It's a werewolf? Yeah, I'm going to take this. uh, If you're looking for picking one up, his name is Dyer, D-I-R-E. And, Holy crap! Uh, I might have to. Yeah, it's sick, man. It's uh, it's a werewolf, and he's gray with blue pants, which is exactly the Moon of the Wolf wolf. That's how he was designed. So uh, uh, I'm gonna uh, make a custom out of this for him. Shout so out to for... those Fortnite figures, by the way. They're yeah, amazing. man. <laughs> is that the McFarlane or the uh, other ones? McFarlane, that one is. Yeah. Yeah, because they're be... they're a little bit larger than the other set of six inch they're they're yeah. more along like a seven inch and i picked up all like four of the six inch wild card ones so i could have a different face plate on ah, everyone yes cool so i'm gonna do some joker joker thugs out of those guys nice dang the, Josh, the, what i did with that dire figure dang <laughs> so the the mcfarland seven inch ones are gonna be the ones that dc figures are based on so yeah it'll be pretty cool can't wait for I it. I need to pick up a couple of those just so I can have some in the larger scale. Yeah. Because the, the the smaller ones are like a true six inch, and those are more six and a half or seven, and so they fit a little better, especially with these new NECA figures, which is probably what I'm going to be using a lot. Yeah, because Batman beating up the Royal fl- Flush Gun or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Scott, do you want to ask your traditional? Yeah, well, I, I love the choices, by the way, of the episodes. Scott scratch fever is the episode we've just reviewed on this very episode yeah. of the podcast so that's good nice very nice and uh, neatly tied in so i like that uh are you a big fan of the arkham games uh i do not currently have a game system my brother had one and i played some on his back i think it was the very first arkham game to ever release yeah yeah um i had i had a i still have my 85 NES, which I got for Christmas that year that it released, and all the games, including Batman, and um, I had a 64 and a Super NES, and when I got married uh, and moved out, I came back a couple of weeks later, or a couple months later, to pick up the rest <laughs> of my stuff. My mom was like, oh, I sold them in a garage sale. <laughs> I was like, no! Uh, <laughs> so, GoldenEye, bye-bye. <laughs> like, all my before uh, and NES stuff was gone. And but I, and my Sega Game Gear. But at least I had the... Um, still had my NES, so... Nice. But I, I went to work shortly after that and just got real career minded and started having kids and all that stuff. And so the video yeah. game time was like out the window. So I didn't even bother. Did you ever I, play the... I'd like to pick you... it back up at some point. Yeah. Did you Did you ever play the Batman's Return game back in the day? The which one? I remember. Oh, yeah. The, the really, oh, it was the really old one where everything looked purple. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, my dad was playing for, on that a few weeks ago. <laughs> for uh, original Nintendo, is that the one you're talking mm, about? Yeah, yeah, I, I still have it. 
Oh, brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, dad, dad was playing on it a few weeks ago. I was like, what the hell is this? There's even a figure of that. Ne- <laughs> You're dead? Made a figure of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Neko, you made a figure of that purple Batman. I might pick it up just for the fun of it. And that's yeah, that's, that's the one that Josh said he painted. Yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah. I made my custom. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, so you 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 haven't played them all? No, I I've just played the original one, I guess. Um, that one had Killer Croc in it. Was it? Yeah, it was breaking it. The Arkham, right? Yeah, epic epic boss fight boss fight <laughs> in the sewers. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only one. Yeah, that's a freaking awesome game. If there is one that you're going to play, I think that probably is the one. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, Josh. Yo. In terms of uh, Instagram and all that, how do you find the communities? It's grown since the since the time you've been on. Do you feel like it continues to grow? Do you feel like uh, toy photography and all that is a is a hobby that it seems to be on the upswing. On the, what do you think? I would say so. Um, you, as uh, more people become aware of it, of course, just like anything, you know, costuming and cosplay and all that was a real niche thing, and now it's exploded. And so I figure the same thing with toy photography. You know, as it as more people find out about it, you're going to see it explode and I've, I've even noticed like just in the volume of likes that I get on my pictures and stuff um, as more and more people are doing it I feel like I get less and less exposure so I'm always looking for ways to kind of improve my shots tweak my craft a little bit to try to kind of get back in there because like I used to get you know hundreds of likes on pictures and then it kind of well when I first started it was like 10 15 and then it shot up into the hundreds and now it's kind of dwindled back around 40 50 60 so i don't know if that's my work not being great or think if so. just people aren't seeing it or what but I, I think I, it's I a lot algorithm recently well yeah that's true anytime yeah, recently it's that, been bad it screws it up algorithm recently has been horrendous it really has yeah yeah because it's interesting you say that too because we were just talking about that as well but yeah, I've, I mean, it's good that I like, and I have noticed a lot of growth in people, but I do, I don't think that's the reason that you're not getting the likes. I think Instagram is being screwy with people. <laughs> yeah. Because your work's free, and if you look at your, like, customs and all that, I mean, there's no way that you shouldn't be uh, getting a lot more likes or exposure, so. Yeah, well, I appreciate but, you saying that. No, no problem. I mean, it's just the truth. But, yeah, that's, that is interesting you say that. Uh, it is a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> so, what accounts inspired you then to get into like the whole toy photography thing? So, it talks about how you got into it, but what accounts do you sort of follow that offer you inspiration and and sort of motivate you to carry on? Yeah. Well, actually, the the other man we're talking to today was one of the ones that got me into doing the diorama building. Um, yes. I saw your, saw your dioramas, and they were so like simple but like elegant too. And that's, that's kind of the whole idea behind the Batman the Animated Series is you have a real simplified, almost noir art form, but with the color in there. But you have these, you know, long lines and, you know, real simple, like the windows, you know, made out of post-it notes or whatever, you know, just that simple style really enhances, especially those animated uh, collectible figures. They really pop with that kind of simplicity background and so 
just seeing your rooftops and your buildings and stuff got me like thinking, Hey, I, I can build something. Let me give it a shot. And so that's yes. what really got me into doing the dioramas and things. But I, I kind of went with a more realistic look um, because I don't have a ton of the animated figures. And so I did like real detailed alleyways and a subway. And then I've got a rooftop that I built with a water tower. So that's kind of, that's kind of the main sets that I to my shots around. There's some others I'd like to build. I just don't have the space right now. So kind of limited that way. So I try to do some outdoor stuff to supplement it, just so people don't get tired of seeing the same look in all my shots. I love that you mentioned that. That's a sign of a true fan, someone that you know knows the difference between the realistic and the sort of animated <laughs> backgrounds. You know, because genuinely, I, I mean that because you see a lot of people kind of put an animated backdrop with like a Ben Affleck figure and it doesn't you know it, right. it might be a it cool shot but it doesn't quite yeah it doesn't quite work you know the Batman fans can't be fooled by that yeah <laughs> so it's good <laughs> you know I like that, that little attention to detail that's pretty cool yeah I try, I'm I'm very artistically minded my mom put me in art classes when I was younger and so I have a a real understanding and concept of of color and, um, you know, different mediums and things like that. And so I try to yeah. be thoughtful when I set up shots and think through those aspects so that it translates well. So in terms of actual photography, what camera do you use to take your pictures? So I currently have an iPhone. Um, I'm wanting to get a real camera. Same. But, um, Same again. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, that's there the one I, I have my mom says i have a uh a champagne taste on a beer budget so <laughs> <laughs> like i've got a real real high mm. taste so what i'm after costs way more than i can spend right now so in the meantime i'm content to keep using the uh the iphone it does very well especially the i just picked up the 11 uh pro mm. and it's got the three different cameras on it and so nice. I'm trying to learn how to use it and kind of do some stuff with it. And you can see uh, an improvement that when I bought my iPhone 8 a couple years ago, they told me it was the same camera that was on the 10. And I, my brother had a 10 at the time and he, some of the portrait shots were just sick looking. And so I was like, sweet, well, I'll get this 8 because it's cheaper, but I'll have the good camera. Well, no, it was not the same camera. <laughs> And so, like, there's not even a portrait mode on that thing. And so, uh, by the time I figured it out, it was too late to go back and say, you know, hey, hold on, this is not the phone I want. So, I just bit the bullet and kept on going. And then, when I settled uh, with the company that I got injured through, first thing I did was went out and bought the 11 Pro. Nice. Well, you've noticed well, that. I'm still learning how, how to use it. Yeah, what is the camera like on it? How would you rate it? How would I rate it? Um, I, it's good. The only thing that I'm frustrated with is, like, especially with, like, a Batman, like, the ears are fuzzy if you use the portrait mode and try to make right, that yeah. foreground pop. It blurs, like, his ears out or the side of somebody's face. It, it has trouble recognizing sometimes what's in the background and what's in the foreground. So yeah. you, you have to really... Uh, you have to be the right distance from what you're shooting and you really have to like when you touch the focus you know you really have to hone in on those ears or they'll get lost 
What's the night mode picture like? I've always been fascinated to see it. I have not tried that yet. I, that's on my yeah. to-do list. So <laughs> nice. I have to let us know how that get goes. Back to you on that one. <laughs> you have to let us know how that goes because I'm really interested to see that, especially you know being Batman photographers as well. Yeah, I, I did take a picture <laughs> of like the side of a house, and like it magnifies every like the saturation of the light. Like it looks like you took it in daytime. So, right, but okay, it's a little awesome. more grainy. It's it's pretty grainy so far in my experience, right, and I might not yeah. be using it correctly, but it's a bit more grainy than than what you'd get in a daytime shot. I'm actually really interested to hear what your thoughts are overall because I might be getting that phone soon. Yeah, the, I would definitely get the pro. Um, I don't know how soon they're gonna if they're gonna do a pro S or you know they always <laughs> like put knowing my luck right yeah, when I get yeah. it they will. Everybody buys that That's one. Always and the way. Like, oh, and here's the S, and you're like, crap. <laughs> so, yeah. Just, just like Misco with an exclusive, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Here's the they Joker, but here's the real Joker. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you might wait. I mean, it's really good, but if just in case within the next six months they decide to drop a an upgrade, you know, from this one, you might want to hang out a little bit and just see because they'll probably tweak some of the bugs you know that people run into like the fuzzy edges and stuff like that you know as people provide feedback they'll probably look at you know true true tweaking some of that stuff so but uh, i love it you know and if you don't mind getting this one and then in six months to a year buying another one go for it <laughs> you know <laughs> well in terms of uh, DC media and everything like that, there's been a recent big movie that came out. We wanted to hear your thoughts on it a little bit. What do you think about Joker? Okay, so I haven't made it yet because I, we have you an haven't infant. seen it. No, oh. we, we have an infant in the home and uh, no, it drives my <laughs> wife crazy, and so I try to help her out as much as possible. My brother went and saw it. We usually go see movies together. Um, he's eight years younger than I am, and so we're close enough in age and have similar interests, so we typically go see that kind of stuff together, but right now he's working night shift, and so it's hard for us to get together with his schedule like that, um, but he, he saw it. He said um, he said he loved it. It was uh, He's okay seeing it one time just because it was, like, so brutal <laughs> parts of it. He said we're very you know, very rough. And He's which coming from him surprised me <laughs> because he loves stuff like Jaws and like, you know, all these all these, you know, franchises that have gore and stuff. So I don't know if it was like the psychological component that messed with him or what, but <laughs> yeah. Like I think my, that's my, what it is. <laughs> my field of study, um, some of my some of my work I did in my undergrad degree, it was in psychology. And so that aspect always intrigues me um i might go back to school and get my master's in uh in uh counseling nice. so that's something i'm looking at so any, anything to do with psychology has always intrigued me and i'm very you know interested in so i'll probably really enjoy it as soon as i get a chance to see it i love I the trailer so far I think you will then, especially if that's your field of study. That'd be really cool for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just hopefully I don't pull a Harley Quinn and go crazy or something. <laughs> <laughs> or fall in love with them. Uh, 
No, now that I'm interested to hear, hopefully you do a review on your YouTube channel about what you think about it, especially yeah, since I'll you definitely, I'll definitely studied that. that stuff. That'd be interesting to hear a professional's take on that. I don't know about professional. Oh, you mean <laughs> in the psychology? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. I got an undergrad. I don't have. I don't have a master's or anything. So. <laughs> That's more than us. So to us, you're a professional. <laughs> now, uh, Scott, any any final things? Any uh, final well, things? yeah. It's like I'm looking at you in the background. I'm fascinated by all the the figures that you've got there. Talk us through some of your favorites that you've got. I know you've mentioned the Necker Batman already, but what other figures, you know, from other different lines and stuff, are your kind of your favorites and the ones that you always sort of like? If you're in a photography drought, I always go to the Justice League Batman. <laughs> What's your go to? Yeah. Um, like, I've been wanting to do some dinosaur shots, and yeah, yeah. I just picked up the Jurassic Park. Uh, he looks awesome. Yeah, it's sick, man. I got uh, two of these Raptors, and I picked up the Ian Malcolm. And I'm hoping they give us a Robert Muldoon, because I really want to recreate the shot where she comes up beside him, and he looks to the side, and he's like, clever girl. And then he's <laughs> eating. <laughs> yeah, so I really want to – I really like the dinosaur stuff and peeled around with that. My go-to, what I always go back to is probably either Daredevil or um, – Anything Batman, um, Spider-Man, like, I like, but I, I don't have the setup right now to really pull off the Spider-Man shots that I'd like to do. So that's kind of something I always want to go to, but can't really. And, uh, but yeah, I, uh, uh, Ninja Turtles have been fun to mess around with that NECA yes. Ninja Turtle set. Uh, I got yeah. a, uh, the Tech Deck half pipe. Oh, I got that thing and uh, took them out and did some outdoor shots with those, and they turned out really good. I uh, made a custom April O'Neil out of the um, – I've got two. One's like her yellow kind of cartoon outfit, and I took the, uh, the white shield agent figure that came mm. out uh, probably three four years ago. Um, she had like blonde hair and a ponytail. And I popped her head off and stuck the Vintage Wave uh, Black Widow head on there, which is the same head as the Mary Jane uh, from the Spider-Man 2-pack. And uh, I painted her suit yellow with the white boots and everything to kind of go with that classic animated look. And then I've got – I just used the Mary Jane figure in her, like, regular street clothes kind of as an April sometimes too because that kind of reddish-brown hair just kind of fits. It's not the right length, but – Overall, it's a good enough look that it, you know, it translates well, I think. Oh, yeah. Now, any major reveals from the recent New York Comic Con that you are stoked on that you're looking forward to getting? And anything uh, that you thought that absolutely sucked? No, like, <laughs> um, no, I, the thing I was waiting on for New York Comic Con was for that Batman to drop, <laughs> that Batman two-pack. And, you know, oh, we yeah. knew about it, so it wasn't a surprise. I was just waiting for it to get here so I could get a hold of it. Um, uh, being kind of in getting back to work mode, I haven't really been as engaged with media of That's late. That's probably good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's a lot going on that I'm, you know, still catching up on in, the, in terms of toy news or 
you know, comic news in general. So I don't really have a lot to say uh, right now. I know they're rumoring the Suicide Squad 2. They've picked a voice actor for Shark, for King Shark. Uh, they just announced that. Um, so there, there's some DC stuff. I just really hope DC can get off the ground in their in the movies, you know, like they just seem to have really struggled and I'd like, I really like to see them finally get a formula that works and, and move forward and give us some good stuff. I liked, um, Batman versus Superman. I'm probably in the minority. <laughs> yeah, me too. I like it. I, yeah, like I, it. I enjoyed it. Uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, those were awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited for Wonder Woman, uh, What's 82, 84, 80 something 84. like that? 84. Yeah, 84. 84. Because your superpowers came out. All right. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm excited for that. Um, I hate that Ben Affleck left the yeah. role of Batman. I was, I loved him as Batman. I loved the suit concept, especially in, in Batman versus Superman. Once they started, you know, making it all high tech and stuff, I wasn't as appealing to me, but that first suit in Batman vs Superman I thought was yeah. perfect because it it had that Dark Knight Returns kind of influence and that Hush influence yeah. and just that real gritty, rugged, you know, street brawler. You know that that's the Batman you want. You know, you can move his head. Right. <laughs> What's up with that? But, uh, you know, I love Keaton's. You know. 12 inch tall ears and everything you know and 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 having that influence and that 80s kind of comic influence when they went to the shorter eared look it was off-putting at first but once i got used to it i was like yeah that looks actually really good <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. he actually looks like a batman as well you know with bruce and um, when he was bruce wayne he looks like a bruce wayne you know yeah because like, you know christian bale didn't always imagine that seem like he had um the right stature for it, and people said the same about Keaton. But Ben right. Affleck just looks so imposing and intimidating as Batman. Really perfect yeah. casting. Yeah, it was really, really good. The uh, uh, the speaking of Nolan's trilogy, one of my favorite parts in the whole thing is uh, when he's uh, tr uh, Trask, or I think I'm saying his name right, is is coming back from the falafel stand that he's just stolen the food from. Yeah. Batman snatches him up, and yeah. he's like, I don't know anything, I swear to God. He's like, swear to me! Yeah, yeah. That, that scene was fantastic. Like, I love seeing Batman. him be so aggressive <laughs> like that. That was really good. And uh, I also like Bane. Some people, like, either loved Bane in Nolan's trilogy or you hated him. And, oh, like, that weird squirrely voice worked for me. You know, it was entertaining. You know, what a lovely, lovely voice. Yeah, <laughs> all those brilliant. lines and stuff, yeah, like, yeah. were great. I loved all his dry wit and, hum you know, the kind of humor they gave to Bane in that film I thought was really good. It was. Yeah, not, yeah, not a lot of people talk about the other villains apart from Joker, but like, even Scarecrow was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. If only we had more of them. I wanted more. Yeah. Uh. And you thought you were going to get more at the beginning of The Dark Knight, but yeah. you just get a little cameo appearance, and then that's all you see of him. <laughs> yeah. Of Scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah, he's well, not wearing hockey pads. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, any final, final words? Uh, yeah, I want to say a massive thank you. Um, 
I'm very annoyed about seeing the neck of Batman because I'm now going to have to buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks fantastic. And the Superman as well, actually. But, you might uh, yeah, find no. him loose. Like, if you don't care about the Predators, you might no. can find him loose for a decent price. Yeah, I'm going to have so. to do some eBay research, I think. But, um, yeah, big thank you to you for coming on. It means a lot. And, um, yeah, at such short notice as well. It means uh, even more so. Yeah, really, really happy that you came on. And, Fantastic guy, and yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back on again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Very much enjoyed it. Thank you, Josh. Do you want to tell uh, not only your your figure review YouTube, but also you have another YouTube? Do you want to share that? Uh, yeah, I've got a fitness uh, YouTube that I just kind of following my story from having been injured and trying to get back in shape. Um, before I got injured, you know, I was lifting weights regularly and my nutrition was dialed in and you know I was I was about 178 pounds but like a muscular 178 and real just real lean I was probably the leanest I've ever been I played football in high school and uh and and middle school or junior high depending on what part of the country you're from <laughs> and but uh I you know and but after after high school I didn't really play anymore and I kind of got out of shape. And so I had really worked hard. I dropped 60 pounds and just gotten in the best shape of my life. And then I got injured. And so for the last three and a half years, it just basically undid all of that. And so Josh Cherry Fitness, one word, Josh Cherry Fitness. That's my Instagram and then a YouTube channel by the same name. So you can find me that way and just kind of follow my story as I get my life put back together, basically. We'll make sure we link it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, I want to thank again, Josh. I mean, I enjoy your page, and not only I enjoy the fact that you were able to put up with the fact that I slept in today <laughs> for <laughs> no the first time in a long time. <laughs> and uh, I also just want to thank you for always. Uh, he he DMs me, always sends me pics, and it's awesome to see his work, and just nice to have someone that you could talk to, and you know. It's nice to have those people that uh, enjoy the same interests as you that you could always just touch base with and say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? So it's, I also know that you're a busy man. You got a family. And also, you know, you got a lot of other things going on. So it's, I'm honored that you would take time out of your day to join us. And if you guys aren't following him again, you need to go check him out at Figure Depot. And he has links in his bio to his YouTube page. And he also has another YouTube page, which he already talked about, his fitness and you could uh, join that story. And as someone that went through back injuries, that's actually uh, it's actually really cool that you're sharing that kind of thing. And I mean, I can relate to that. And I'm sure there's tons of people that can relate to that. So the fact that you're doing that, I think, is pretty awesome as well. So check check him out. He's a great guy. He also is very talented with a camera and with posing action figures. And uh, we're glad that we finally got to have him on. This has been DC Figures and Collectibles, where we do what you do, too, and we take a bad situation that has happened to us and get through it by using toy photography. So we, uh, we're glad that you joined us. Thank you for always sending Scott and I messages, letting us know what you guys think of the show, whether you love it, whether you thought it sucked. We enjoy it. Uh, so we look forward to doing another episode soon. We hope that you join us, and we'll be back before you know it. Goodbye. I'm not going to